What's up, guys? It's Mr. Janvet, and we are back for another episode of On the Contrary. Uh, we, we have another amazing story on our hands. Uh, typically, when I do these, I know a lot of the back, like the backstory, let's say. Uh, but today, uh, I'm not even going to go into too much. We're going to dive right into it because it's definitely one you're going to want to hear as far as the speed. Um, the guest today uh, messaged me today. I'm recording this on the 28th of September. Uh, so he reached out uh, on the 5th and within a very, very short period of time after we went through some processes, like things change drastically, very, very, very quickly. Um, many of you guys don't know, or maybe you do know if you've heard the podcast, but you know, psych, that's actually what I went to school for training, all that stuff, which is why it bleeds over so much in months. And so I do have a particular point of passion for that specifically with guys, uh, because at one point I was, um, you know, quote unquote, figuring it out as if I've figured it all out, but meaning, uh, most of the things you could consider at my 18 year old version likely was like at some point struggling with. And so I had to really do a deep dive on like damn near everything, uh, as far as neuroscience and just the psyche and the, uh, the body and the relationship with the, all of that. And brought that to the Pokemon space in terms of how it helped me and been doing that for about almost four years now. And the speed keeps surprising me, right? You have a person who is, I mean, I've, I don't want to go into people's stuff, uh, but I've gotten all kinds of private messages and we'll do the same processes because once you understand the first principles of the brain, you realize that um, everything stems from <clears throat> the nervous system, right? And so if a person's behaviors, assuming they don't have some kind of illness, if a certain, if a person's behaviors aren't aligning with their intent, it's because of their nervous system, right? Some kind of perceptual filter they have that doesn't align with what they want. And so we just have to adjust that, right? And then once we adjust that, a lot of the times the actions will follow, right? And the speed keeps uh, surprising me every time. So hopefully that provides some context uh, on the point of these. And if you're in a dark place now, or maybe you just want, you know, some inspiration or some tips or some insight, I definitely encourage you to listen to this all the way through. So, you know, without further ado, uh, my man, you want to go by Monkey King because that's your Discord. I'll, I'll go All by right. Monkey King. Yeah. <laughs> my man, Monkey King uh, is joining us today. And so my first question for you is uh, actually, how did you get into mine? And what made you get to the point where you felt like uh, um, shooting me a message on Discord was even worth your time or would help at all? Uh, so I think to boil it down, I know mm -hmm. from many years ago, I had this time where I was playing a, t I was playing a ton of 3DS, a ton of mm -hmm. 3DS, way too much. It's games every single day. And one day I like, 
there's it's funny there's this um korean k-pop group called twice it was very big mm-hmm. and the members in that were super young super young mm-hmm. but it was so popular well, like well like 11 or something oh not that young it was like 15 uh, i was like the same age as me okay, then. yeah okay okay, okay yeah okay. yeah i still just this big shock to see the difference in where they're at and i'm just playing mm. you know these games non-stop every day and i remember having it was like a kind of like a mini breakdown i remember hitting my friend up i was like bro what am i doing i'm wasting all this time <laughs> yeah I was like, I'm wasting all this time. Is... Right. Go ahead. But, uh, yeah, 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 I remember that. So I had those first thoughts even then. But uh, I guess I didn't get to the root. So that happened, but I didn't manage, I guess not manage to change my mindset. Didn't uh, take the proper habits into account. So, you know, mm-hmm. you have that moment, but nothing really changes on a grand scale. So more years would pass by. The things I mm-hmm. wanted to work on, they wouldn't move. I would just keep doing the same, like time-wasting habits, the easy things, I should say, really, like low, mm-hmm. mentally taxing things. Uh, and yeah, so finally this year, I got back into reading and a lot of stuff about mindset. And obviously that's when your stuff came back up. I see your community posts talking about uh, the Discord, stuff like that. And I was like, I might as well hit up Jam because he'll mm-hmm. know. Some stuff. Mm. And so the you so there wasn't like a trigger point, meaning like so what what made you feel like why now uh, versus you know what I mean? Why now yeah versus like that six years ago or whatever. Um well not not even in the past. Like you could have waited another year, you know, like why do you feel like oh, right. the pain is stronger? now then like it's like i gotta do this now versus because we to think about it most people it's like uh, yeah things suck i don't really like how things are now i don't like my life but there's no sense of urgency um and that reminds right. me of a story i heard where long story short there's a dog like two guys are sitting on a like a, a porch and uh it's like one of them was visiting and the guy whose dog it was um, the dog was just going good, you know, every say 10 seconds, well, not 10, maybe every minute would go Aah! and just make this sort of moan sound. And then, like, you know, two minutes go by, Aah! and uh, you know, say 20 minutes of that goes by. And so, after yeah. a while, the visitor was like, What's up with the dog? Like, why does he keep making? And he's like, Oh, well, he's just he's laying on a nail. Uh, he's like, well, if he's laying on a nail, like, why doesn't he move? He's like, well, it doesn't hurt that bad. <laughs> right. And so hopefully that gives context of why I'm asking like, well, why now versus let's keep laying on the nail for another year or two. When I'm thinking about why I'm guessing, cause I don't have a perfect answer, but I, I'm guessing this mm-hmm. I can't come up with kind of like an excuse or something to do like i went to i'm one of those people who went, i went to university but uh you know mm-hmm. i don't i don't care for my degree i didn't care for my course then i don't care for my degree mm-hmm. now i wasn't using it like when i messaged you you know i didn't I was unemployed then so mm-hmm. like that was just another three years to spend doing something kind of easy for mm-hmm. 
Uh, but now, you know, I'm older. I didn't have a job. There's there's no excuse. Mm-hmm. I just I have to, I have mm-hmm. to face it that I'm wasting, I'm really truly wasting my time, especially as getting older. Mm-hmm. It's uh, clearer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there was uh, as you looked around at things at present. Because I, I asked this because there's usually, I know you say you can't think of the particular thing, uh, but there's usually, I can think of certain points in my life where I made massive decisions where the nail was too painful, right? It's like, I'm not going one more day. Uh, and it could have been something in the wording of the post that was like, you know what, let me, uh, you know, because I don't even remember which post it was because I've been doing those daily now. Um but I remember key moments in my life. I remember, uh, so this, this is more related to, to when I was like nine, 18, 19. Uh, I may have shared this here before on the podcast, but I was deathly terrified of approaching girls. Like, you know, girls, somehow I'd always end up in my situations by either just proximity, you know, she's around, and, you know, just kind of makes it obvious that she's interested or some reason like some way like that but i didn't up to that point ever just approach a stranger and i hate <laughs> uh, my guys offline no like i hate being uh afraid of things i hate feeling cowardly right. um, and so i was like yeah i can't very prideful in that sense right uh, i think that drove me in minds early on which is why it's like i don't like feeling less than other people in things i care about like if you're a better you know horseback rider than me you got it like but if if i have a shot to uh compete and and i give a damn uh like i will not rest until i'm the best like i cannot and so right that was in me and i'd see other guys approach girls and i'm like man you know i'm not lesser than that person right not in a hating way but kind of like a what are you doing and so i remember i was you know gassed myself up i'm gonna do it today i'm gonna do it and that that went on for a while like the nail just wasn't (laughs) painful enough and i let opportunity after opportunity go and i remember one particular time because my university had a like a up a track um, at the, the top of it yeah. and I remember one night uh, you know say it closes at 10 I was up there like 9.50 something and <clears throat> I'd always have excuses for why oh well there are people around oh I don't want to what if you know all the excuses yeah. and uh, yeah I remember this one girl was sitting there we were the only ones up there like even if the worst case scenario would have happened like she's I mean I don't even know what I was thinking but let's say the worst of the worst case scenario um, would have happened. We're literally the only ones up there. So like it would have been, you know, it wouldn't have been the end of the world. And I remember kind of, cause I, I she was, we were the only one up there for maybe 20 minutes. So I was like, in my mind, I was like, she's cute. I can do this, da, 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 da. This is finally the opportunity. And as I'm walking over there, cause where she was sitting is also where you had to go for the, to go down the stairs and looking back and knowing since then I've advanced significantly. So looking back, knowing what I know now about women, uh, cause you know, women position themselves and men initiate. And so if looking back, I was like, 
she was actually expecting me to say something. And as I was yeah. walking, I was walking and walking, and then I just turned the other way and went down the stairs. And I remember when I went back to my dorm, I was so mad. I mean, I was, I was, I don't think I had ever been that, like, that was like the tipping point of like, I had never been that angry at myself regarding that kind of thing, right? I mean, I remember punching the mattress. I mean, just furious with myself. I was like, and so that was one of a, a key tipping point. That was a key tipping point moment uh, where it just, I was just sick and tired of living in a way where I allowed fear to leave my life, <clears throat> lead my life. So uh, I was just, you know, I was like, is there, could, like, what was it that just sparked the any means necessary kind of thing if you were kind of content with how life was, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, for me, like I said, it was definitely a, a feeling of looping and that frustration would come around you know, every once in a while. And I think I slowly took away uh, my options to do like, pointless things. I would remove my own options so, to kind of trap myself to force mm -hmm. action because I just, I know I'm a lazy guy. I'm a lazy guy. So I have to remove my options. If I have an option, I'm easy option, I'm gonna take it. So I, I slowly mm -hmm. remove them and started, you know, going consuming the right stuff. Like I said before I messaged you, mm -hmm. I read this other book uh called The Art of Learning, which touches on some similar stuff, which uh right. had some really good concepts in it. So that's when I was in mm -hmm. your channel, I, I was asking you questions like, Oh, did you come up with the desire exercise? Mm -hmm. really i just took away options and started trying to move to the right space i, I that's really mm -hmm. all it was mm. and so at that point when you messaged me i know the answer but for the audience what were your goals and desires at that point the goals then i wanted to get employment mm -hmm. i wanted to get back into one of my hobbies which i dropped a while ago uh, which I always think back on was uh, drawing, mm -hmm. and uh, the last one, which was Mons, was getting into mm -hmm. top five hundred in OU because in Gen Nine I hadn't done that uh, once. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I remember, and actually, you, I recall you mentioning uh, tennis as a, a past example of how to parallel, like I guess, your mindset towards things at that yeah. time. Um. I thought that's actually the example you were going to use instead of the K-pop thing, because I know you mentioned ah. observing uh, other tennis players who, you know, ascended uh, at young ages and all that, and thought back. Yeah, I guess, of, uh, I guess I was touching on two different things. With uh, the tennis example, I was talking about how I would have, like, big mental laziness, like, during an activity. So I would, mm -hmm. it looked like it was ingrained, like it was a strong habit to do the least mm -hmm. amount of work possible. So I think I told you, if I would hit a good mm -hmm. shot, I would just kind of freeze. I would just kind of stop. Like, that was it. I did my work. Mm -hmm. I hit a strong <laughs> shot. I actually get the point. And if they return it, that's like my weakest moment. It's like I've already, yeah. I've already stopped playing. Right. Uh, and I would see that all over the place. And in Mons too, I really saw it. Uh, I load up, make a couple of bad moves, 
especially against this you know big stole team and i was mm -hmm. you know clicking x like two three times in <laughs> yeah the uh actually i'm curious were you good at school early in your life meaning at a young yes, age yeah, yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah. Uh, so this is a phenomenon I've noticed and it's, it's useful because a lot of my audience are in that category. Uh, whenever, and this is where have you, I know I have this linked within my, uh, in the description of my videos. Have you ever read, uh, mindset by Carol Dweck? No, I have not. Are you familiar with the growth fixed mindset paradigm? Yes. You say you are, you've heard of that before. Yeah. 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 Okay. Uh, and so something I've noticed. So let's say you know you're a kid coming up, and you know you can parallel for uh, my listeners who enjoy chess. Uh, you might have heard this kind of thing before. But when you're just starting a thing, and in this case, starting life, right? Uh, your self-image is developing. So let's say when you're growing up. You weren't great at school, but you were really great at making friends or really great at, you know, soccer or whatever, right? And so you're constantly reinforced by those around you. Say, man, you're really good at soccer or you're really, you know, you're really good at people like you or, you know, whatever, right? And so if in your case, you were reinforced for your intellect, right? Oh, you're really smart or you're really good what that creates and I can I grasp this because this was something I had to peel away from my own being in order for me to grow because when I was in school it was very similar right you know particularly in the younger years uh, top of the classes all of them right in the school right. all of that and so the, in the beginning, that seems all grand and dandy, all the adults, all the teachers, oh, this is the brightest young man I've ever taught, blow. Where it gets dangerous is later in life. Um, and so what that produced in me was an entitlement, right? It, it, I assumed I was entitled, which is where the growth versus fixed mindset is. A fixed mindset develops because you assume that potential is just innate. You're smarter, you're not. Right, or you're the smartest or you're not the smartest. And so I didn't have any appreciation for the growth aspect, which is if you fail at something, you try it again. It's like, well, why would I try again? If I fail, that means I'm not good at it, right? That means because I didn't have to try a bunch to be smart, quote unquote. Right. So, so I have that gift. So why would I waste time doing things that aren't gonna work out? Which is how the fixed mindset thinks. When you articulate it, particularly as an adult, it seems silly, especially if you've been consuming my content for any period of time. But, but that's how it works subconsciously, right? That's the assumption. If you pay attention to your behaviors, you being anybody who's listening to this, you realize that that's the assumption. Like, why try if I'm gonna? Like, it's not gonna work out anyway. The growth, <clears throat> the growth mindset assumes that I have no have the skills yet i don't have the uh the ability yet right the yet piece is key whereas the fix is i don't have it period and so i did not have that growth aspect to it so if i didn't do well in the subject oh i'm bad at math or i'm bad at science or i'm bad at and would not put a ton of effort in 
Now, the tricky thing is I do enough to where I'm still not lesser than anyone else because the self-image was built around being one of the most capable within the group. But in terms of like what I could have really done looking back, in terms of like if I really put in effort, it, it would have been crazy uh, uh, compared to the laziness as you describe it that I employed. I used to right. cram for every exam, like every exam in college the night before. I, I would not go to a class for months and, and I know the test is coming up because I looked at the syllabus and I said, like, oh shoot. And I'd read like four or five chapters in a night and just, just like blitz through it and do not sleep. So I wouldn't forget anything. Um, and go in the test and I wasn't punished enough for that. You know, sometimes it'd be a B or an A, but like I wasn't actually learning the information. So next test I had to do the same yeah. thing again. And so reinforcing a lot of bad habits that ended up hurting me in adulthood because you can't do that for your craft, right? And so right. one pattern I noticed with those who did well in school early on or just in general is that it's highly likely particularly if it's early on that they'll have a fixed mindset and have that sort of how I like to word it is I don't want to see the full I don't want to give a full effort because that may give me evidence that I'm not as good or as smart as whatever as I think I am so so if I think I'm a really good tennis player right self-image wise if I actually try, like, I mean, I really give my all and this guy just destroys me, then it'll be very clear where I stand. And so if I have a fixed mindset, that's devastating. Like that's emotionally devastating. And you're just going to quit and feel bad about yourself. If I have a growth mindset, it may still be devastating, but you're going to come back because you know that improvement is possible. But I remember periods in my life where there was no concept of a growth mindset. Was, ah, dang. And so what I do to avoid risking um, finding out where I stand is just not play. <laughs> or or yeah. say, well, I wasn't trying that hard. You know, I'm sure you've had people like, well, I wasn't even really trying. <laughs> right. And so it took a long time. And I still have to be conscious of it to this day because it's such a subtle thing to never, ever, ever identify myself with my results. Meaning I'm not a 1500 level player. I'm not a, not a, you know, top of the ladder player, or I'm not a, you know, a a millionaire, or I'm not a, you know, like whatever the thing may be, like I'm just a constant learner. Like I'm always a student of the game and I'm very conscious no matter what I'm playing. And particularly, and this is a part where it's tricky, no matter what people say to me, Right. People will say, Jam, you're the goat. It literally one ear, not the other. Because I never ever want to attach myself ever again to a self image that's not aligned with always learning. Right. Mm-hmm. So when you told me the tennis example, in fact, when you messaged me and you're explaining it, I was like, huh. He likely, I bet he was, he did really well in school, young, and uh, accidentally developed a fixed mindset. And so 
that's very likely why he won't risk finding out where he really stands because if you have a fixed mindset that's like the worst thing in the world for someone does that make sense yeah yeah yeah. it adds up Mm -hmm. so from there what came next so you hit me up um what did you uncover from uh going through all that uh, should I start from the beginning where we did the the exercise? Whatever you want to share. It doesn't matter. Whatever feels true. Uh, I guess. So we did that. We did a, we had mm-hmm. a little convo where you told me to write down the things that I thought were blocking me in the way the resistance is. Right. And we did that. And I looked at them. You mentioned observe them. What do you see from them? Mm-hmm. And it was that most of them uh, read super trivially. They mm-hmm. seem like tiny things that wouldn't stop you. Uh, but I guess with a fixed mindset, they would. Uh, mm-hmm. When they add up and you have the wrong mindset, they, they do stop you uh, You know, for years. It's kind of kind of like mm-hmm. why the things I was mentioning weren't progressing. It, prob- it probably is that... Uh, you know, that fixed mindset somewhere being like if you really go into this truly hard task where you don't excel immediately where you do struggle uh it, you can be tough to uh, acknowledge where you stand like you said mm-hmm. uh but you know we decided to take that to mons and owe you managed to see some good changes there what was the change? He just gonna gloss over the like. People want to know what happened. Uh, I go over the timeline even. So I have a. I have to speak the jam on the six. I was in the thirteen hundreds. Uh, that's about where I ended on the six. On the seventh, I was playing more. I go to the fifteen hundreds. On the eighth, I was I was on showdown. I was on showdown all day. <laughs> I couldn't get off showdown that day, and I finally broke the uh, broke in the top five hundred gen nine. And mm-hmm. I was very happy about that. One thing I did right after I broke in, I was relaxed. And I was like, I did it. I made it. I got a couple more battles. I was like, I, I, I made it in. I don't care if I fall. I just didn't care about the results. Mm-hmm. I fell right back out again. I fell right back out quick, super fast. Fell right mm-hmm. back down. And uh, I was like, wait a minute. I'm right back where I was. I pushed myself for a bit. You know, I had this goal, but then... Mm-hmm. Like, what was I really trying to do? I fell right back out, right to being complacent again. So I was like, mm-hmm. I've, got, I've got to go back in. I, yeah, I told myself, you know, your uh, hashtag get a battle. I, I said mm-hmm. that like a hundred times. <laughs> I said, I yeah. got to get another battle. I got to get it. And I would focus each time and every time uh, it would go up. So on the ninth mm-hmm. and 10th, those two days, I was just up and down climbing all mm-hmm. the way up, the highest I've ever been. It was crazy. I'd never been to these points on the ladder. And I managed to peak at 35, 35th. Number 30 from 1300. That is insane. Yes, from 39. In a few days. <laughs> you, you, were, you weren't even on the, you, were, you weren't even, a, you know, like they said, like, we were, oh, I was being, know, I was being clowned in, uh, yeah. I was being clowned in Joey videos. <laughs> I was a low ladder struggle. 
Like, yeah, I mean, were, <laughs> not, not even, not even low. When I talk about like, you weren't even a thought in terms of like on the ladder, because the ladder starts at for you know viewers like the ladder obviously starts around low seventeen hundreds in terms of, in terms of what you can see. So you, there are yeah. God knows how many players who are on showdown that just aren't on the page, right? And so there's like so many 1500 players way more than are on the ladder meaning that you can see and thousands thousands upon thousands and then even below that there are thousands tens of thousands of people who are in the 1300s and stuff that can't even smell the the ladder like it's it's so i'm saying i'm giving that perspective you were not even not not even in the thousands of the 1500 or the tens of thousands of fifty, yeah, you were even below that. So for you to go from really putting that in perspective, I mean, that is incredible. Um, and I loved the part about because that's really, and I'm really glad you pointed that out about the find a battle thing. Because for me, that meant the same sort of principle we talked about, even the, the story with the girl. Um, back then, it was wasn't finding a battle or finding a battle was, you know, go talk to that person, go cut out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Find a battle just means the thing that you're uncomfortable with doing. I really don't want to do that shit, but I'm going to go and just keep going. As you're saying, find a battle. And so like, I'm that really more than almost anything else. Uh, you've even said today really is like, okay, I'm not wasting my time. Like people are grasping what that's supposed to mean. Because everything we want is in the battle, man. Uh, it's just the battles is it's different depending on on the game we're playing. If it's school, to find a battle might mean, you know, I gotta read that page I really don't want to read, or I gotta start my dissertation, or I gotta. And you really do not want to do it. You don't feel like it. You'd much rather go on the, you know, I go watch yeah. some anime or something like whatever that may look like. And it's like, no. So I'm curious though, that day you were on Showdown. So prior to going on Showdown, prior to that, how often were you battling? Because I'd assume if you're in the 1300s and you still had your fixed mindset before we did the exercises, I I theorized that you weren't playing that many games. And even if you were... Right, I have a... Go ahead. Did I go? I was gonna say, yeah, even my, if you were, my life, even like, if you were, oh. <clears throat> I'll, I'll finish the thought, then you go. But even yeah. if you, just to see if the theory aligns, even if you were, if you have that mindset, if you get clapped by a chandelier within the first two games and it's really bad, you're clicking X. So that's usually the, unless they're just very new and have no knowledge. If somebody is in that range for a long time, it's because they're not learning from their losses, and the only reason they would be right. learning is if they X out. So. I'm assuming there weren't a ton of games, but also the, I, with that, because I want to hear your thoughts on that, but also what changed in the day you did play all day? Because that's a really key day. Uh, so kind of my life cycle with any showdown, uh, Gen, gen uh, I would play, and the new stuff would come out, I would play, I do however well, Tend usually the 15, 1600s. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I'd approach 17, I would get 
smashed. I would get smashed. And I would fall down. And that would just, uh, I'd be done. I'd be completely drained. Mm-hmm. That's when I'd start, start rushing through games. You start clicking X on turn five. You make you know, one mistake. Mm-hmm. Something happens. You get crit. You quit out. And that, that was mm-hmm. my life cycle with months from Gen 6 all the way up till now in Gen 9. Uh, but mm-hmm. The one thing I knew I was good at, I knew I was good at months. That's, that's all I knew. And the only mm-hmm. reason I knew that is because, like, for a fact, it's because I played a couple draft leagues. Uh, mm-hmm. And I managed to win my first one. I went 12 weeks undefeated. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I knew I had something good with Mons. Uh But when I was climbing, uh, I had a few things. A few things that I had to stick by. Let me just see. I have them. A couple down. The, number, the biggest one for me, biggest one mm-hmm. was recognizing downward spirals. That was by far the biggest. Mm-hmm. Uh, and briefly, always briefly, celebrating a win or briefly mourning a loss. Those were mm-hmm. the biggest things, especially the downward spirals, because that's that's really where I would lose it. I mentioned mm-hmm. <laughs> I mentioned to you a few times, uh, me and stall teams. <laughs> me and stall yeah. teams. That's the easiest. That's the fastest. I'll check out. I used to check <laughs> out on team preview. I would check out on team preview. <laughs> I see that. I know you had to face a lot, lot of them. <laughs> oh, a lot, a lot. For you to get that uh, climb, I know you had to. Uh, <clears throat> I know you had to face a lot of them and beat them. Yeah, they came up. The store players came up. They did. Uh, but I had to. I had to face them. I have to face them. The those long, annoying battles. I have to do them. Mm-hmm. And I have to break them down and think about them and come up with a game plan. If something bad happens, mm-hmm. I have to stick in. You know, you get crit mm-hmm. or they toxic you or something. You know mm-hmm. that game is now going to last ten more mm-hmm. turns. It's going to be twice as Minimal. twice as horrible. <laughs> yep. But uh, I can't click X. I can't click X if I can still win the game. I still have that win con. I'm not. I'm not going to click X. Mm-hmm. Uh, before yeah, I would man. have. Yep. And I get angry, rush the next game, lose the mm-hmm. next game, pull straight back down. But this time, this time no. Yeah. Not this time. And and that's such a pivotal moment, man. Go ahead. I'm listening. Yeah. That's just crazy. I, I had to stay super focused. Uh, even outside of the games, too. Every game, I had to I had to refocus over and over and over again. Just to keep stuff brief. Uh, winning or losing. Obviously, with losing, sometimes you want to go back in. The number one mm-hmm. way I approached the ladder, I would go in five games. I was going five game chunks because that's how mm-hmm. I could really focus. Focus. I was going yeah. to these five games. Yep. And I would be on team preview uh, for who, who knows how long. I think the number right. one thing from your book, I realized how much of one battle is on team preview. Team preview mm-hmm. is huge. Spending all day mm-hmm. on team preview, doing those five games. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when I did that, see, I'm winning more games. I'm, I'm paying more attention. So my win rate is just going up. But uh, yeah. obviously the lost games, I'm really digging through. And it's just five games at a time. So it's, it's never too much. It's never too mm-hmm. much. I like that a lot. Uh, the, the five game chunk thing is useful. Go ahead. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much the story. But so the one why, thing why, I definitely... Why were you able oh, yeah. to do a ton in that day like what shifted to where you're like i'm not 
you know, you could have just done five. Oh, man, I gained a lot more points than I had before. But you had a streak where you're like, you were just, yeah, just kept going. What was that? About? Yeah, it was crazy. That day, that day was crazy. It was, uh, you know, it's like every every hour is a new peak. So I've mm-hmm. never been to this point on the ladder ever. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. stop. You can't stop. You have to keep going. I mean, you'll lose. You'll, you know, you'll make a new point and you'll fall right. down. Uh, especially in Pokemon, you have to allow for like yep. peaks and you know tops. You have to allow for it. Mm-hmm. And if you take the information in, the next time you will get higher up. You, you will reach a higher point. And you'll fall back mm-hmm. down and go back up. So I just knew there were things I had to allow for. And there's some leeway, uh, which mm-hmm. I would never give myself before, you know. Mm-hmm. The Why focus. Why? That's interesting. Why before? Did I not? Like, Why would I click X so fast? I know the mindset was in the wrong place, but I'm trying to figure out like a, a why. Mm-hmm. I'll take your time. I'm curious of the answer. I think uh, for me, like I said, when I take the easy route, it was just easier to avoid. It was just easy to avoid the ladder. <laughs> It was easy to avoid the game. It was just easier. Mm. Uh, it was just that resistance to adversity. You know, in Mons, uniquely, every game, you see the same pieces, but you don't know what they have. There's a different mm. player every time. It's like a, I get the same question, but the guy behind it, he has his own formula he wants me to use. I have to, I have to mm. find out what he's doing to beat him. I have to figure his, mm. his puzzle out. And that's really draining, really draining. It's every yeah. game I've got to figure it out from step one. And uh, I just didn't want to do that before. I, was just, I just didn't have it in me. It wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but when you avoid the adversity, you avoid the benefits. You avoid the results. There's nothing to gain. Uh, mm-hmm. mm. Which which aligns with your tennis experience prior, right? Right. Yeah, it's just doing. It was always the mi- easiest route. It was like the minimum whack. Mm-hmm. Uh, or why do you think that's just, something you don't want to do anymore? Uh, like I said, you avoid the uh, you avoid the whack. You avoid the results, and you just left. Tilted, you know, the low ladder, there's nothing, there's nothing there. Uh, there's no satisfaction when you don't. Bingo. Apply that yourself. Point. Bingo. That, that's that right there. There's no satisfaction in the low ladder. And that, that right there, it is insane. I mean, even in you describing about like, I, I love the description you gave about, uh, you know, the formula, right? Each... <laughs> the same pieces more or less right it's not your first time seeing a landers but the way pokemon is constructed inform- information is always hidden so the vast majority right. of every turn is out of your control right there's the opponent's choices the rng roles right almost everything is in a range right it, c- it could be a specs gyarados boom you're dang 
whatever you had for Gyarados is gone usually, right? Yeah. Like things like that, right? You, you lead your Pelippers versus the Gyarados, boom, he thunders. What? Right? <laughs> he done. And so that completely throws off your entire plan prior to that. And now you have to readjust. Yeah, all these things are occurring. You have to think about problem solving in real time. And I mean, it's, it's, it's just crazy. And so... Yeah. And then not you have to factor in the the player, and the, you know I'm excited to make videos on things like these, but so much depth to this stuff because people like I can play you today and tomorrow. You're a different person, not just from how better, much better you are today than you were yesterday, but also the state of mind you were in. All right, that's a really key piece that people don't factor. If you play me as I'm on the toilet grabbing some random games, I might not be taking the game as seriously if it's on a lunch break or between a meeting or you know what i mean you just hop on and grab a lot that person is not the same person you may play if he's in a training session for example so the state of mind is a really if you're anxious that day if you're in the if i play you tilted versus playing you calmly night and day and so even within the player the player has so many various states of mind that you can't even just go, oh, this is this is Monkey King. I know exactly how he plays. Even though some people are like that. It's consistently the same kind of and you're just not learning. But you may have I mean you have 18 different versions of you. Right? When you're thinking, when you're not thinking, when you're tired, when you're not tired, when you're hungry, you're not. Right. And so then going into the game and having to figure the person out, which is not really about figuring them out, it's really about figuring yourself out and trying to stop what they have, what they're going to try to do to stop you. It's really the best angle. But, you know, all that being said, going back to the satisfaction piece, that's really what I'm hoping or what I will cause people to understand about this because. There's almost no difference between that and anything else that you could ever go out in the world and do. If you're in sales, find a battle. A battle in that case would be going to do a prospect call or, you know, knocking on a door or because it's almost exactly the same. You know, you're dealing with humans, meaning you've seen a landers before, you've seen a man or a woman before, but their culture could be different. The state of mind there could be different. The, the, the shirts you're wearing you know, their assumptions about people who sell stuff. Like, I mean, all that is going on and there's always hidden information. And so if you click X, oh, they said, no, I'm finished, right? Cause I did sales as well at one point and that's something I had to overcome. I had to find a lot of battles, right? Yeah. Uh, a lot of battles and hear a lot of no's. And there were times I wanted to click X Right, and I had my own mantra at that time. I don't recall what it was, but might have been losing is good still, or rejection is good. Uh, but those mantras are key because when those emotions of the old self start kicking in, it's it's you're like, uh. so did you have moments like those where you really tempted to click X but didn't? Yes, hundred percent, hundred percent. Especially against those. Those damn stole teams, bro. <laughs> These the new Bly School of Action going around. Oh, no. 
Which is crazy. I was thinking about it yesterday. I was like, you know, it doesn't even have roost yet. That thing is going to be disgusting. Oh. It's, it's been a long time since we've had Gliscor. So I've forgotten just how just pesky. Stats-wise, it makes no sense for how it never dies, but it just never dies. I know. It's 75-75. But it it's crazy. Dies. Dude, I and saw that. Tara Wood has, I've got nothing. You're finished. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> it's over. It's game over. So, yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to see for an interesting. Solar is evolving. They were like rubbing their hands when score came back. And now it's like yeah. Dozo's, Dozo's score on every team. Um, but also, so you had another major. Um, so you had one goal that you, you broke. And so. Yeah. You managed to go from <laughs> you're planning to get on on the ladder just period, and end up being in the top 100, getting two stars, and so in in less than a week. So, yeah. and if you recall the, the message I did post this on uh, YouTube, I was like, <clears throat> watching a week or two, what's gonna happen, and uh, it was very gratifying when you messaged me a few days later saying. You were top, um, top fifty essentially. I didn't know it'd be that much that fast, but I knew you. I didn't know hit top one. I knew you'd hit top five hundred. Uh, I won't go into intricacies of why from the exercise. Like it's not merely you just writing some stuff down. There are a lot of things that make all that work. So I knew you'd once I removed your resistance. The action was inevitable. Um. Now, you also had a goal of getting employment. So I'm curious to hear how that process went and how the journey with Mons helped you with that process. Okay, guys, so for those listening, you won't be able to tell the difference. The audio cut in my internet for some reason just said, I'm going to give you a hard time. And so uh, I cut out and we're just going to be recording it from my phone, right? So I'm still on my mic, but Monkey King is going to be coming through my phone. And so his audio is going to sound slightly different. It's not horrible or anything like that, but it's not going to be at the quality was prior so we don't have a ton remaining we're gonna jump from how uh pokemon i was asking him how did the journey in laddering up that whole process of learning a lot about yourself and realizing holy shit like i can actually do things that i put my mind to and if i stick it through how did that whole process uh impact you as a person and then how did that help you achieve or even go after your next goal as far as uh you know, getting employment. Right. So, uh, that was on, yeah, I mentioned that go to you on the six. I think it was a, maybe just over two weeks. I actually got, uh, notified that I actually landed the position, which I didn't think I was going to get. Uh, cause one thing with me and interviews, I, I do not like the multi-steps, the multi-step processes mm-hmm. uh, for this one role. I thought it was going to be simple. I thought it was just going to be, you know, come in the standard interview, mm-hmm. but it wasn't. There was actually three steps. And uh, when I got that news, uh, I wanted to bail. I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, 
I was like, that extra work, I didn't, I didn't want to do. I wanted to say no. Yeah. And so I genuinely, I thought back to the ladder. I was like, well, just last week before, I, you know, I could, I didn't think I could get to rank 35. And I did that by breaking stuff down, thinking about it, you know, each battle holistically and not as like this horrible thing that I want to run from that mm-hmm. I can tackle it. I have the tools to do so. And on the other end is a much more satisfying place. Mm-hmm. So I really did think about this interview, like a stall team, like each stage <laughs> is like a, a, a fable and a blissy. But when I beat that fable and the blissy, the match gets way easier. Right. I can pass that first stage. I'm more confident. I'm going to go on. And, uh, it was, it was just very easy to digest. And, uh, I, I overprepared for the interview to be honest, but it, it was a breeze. And, uh, cause I was just in the right, I was in the right headspace. Uh, they didn't know I was ranked 35 OU. So. <laughs> Lucky them. It really helped. Yeah. Uh, that's crazy. It really helped out. Mm-hmm. Did you notice in terms of, cause it's really, it's only been three weeks. Like it feels like a lifetime ago. It does. Uh, And I remember I said to you, I was like, I remember the night. I was like, okay, watch. In two weeks, you're going to look at that list and you're going to be, I can't believe I even never thought that. Have you looked at the list since? I have. What happened? I have. It's like a joke. It's like a joke. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like I'm making fun of myself. It's like I'm trying to make fun of myself or something. The things uh, that's so stupid, but uh, they were in the way. Mm-hmm. But you know, hopefully, no longer. <laughs> oh, trust. <laughs> There's a lot more lists to be written. It's just you just haven't hit the next uh, goal yet, where right. the lists never stop uh, to this day. <laughs> to this day. I make lists in terms of because it's you know they obviously haven't done the exercises and whatnot, but right. depending on what the objective is, if you're if you're not going after it, meaning if your actions aren't aligning with your desire, there's a list. You just don't know what right. it is until you do that exercise, right? And keeping is really brief. I'm not going to go into any neuroscience or anything. But the act of bringing them to awareness alone is is incredible. There are some that just that won't solve, but most things, if it, if there's like a ninety ninety percent of the resistance is just from acknowledging them and looking at them, like what? That was the thing. That alone, you'll notice within a week if you were to track who you were a week ago behaviorally and the next week, like, whoa, what the hell changed? I'm in the gym. I'm blah, blah, blah. I was like, what? And you never consciously said, I'm going to discipline myself to do like, you're like, huh? This kind of stuff used to be hell on earth like two weeks ago. Uh, and so now it's, it's just, it's just amazing, man. And um, I'm really, truly, one thanks for for reaching out um and it's funny like the synchronicity of it all because the day you reached out i remember it was a tuesday 
Not for me. It might have been Wednesday for you, Wednesday morning or Tuesday night. No, it was Tuesday because it was in the day for me, which you're only about six hours ahead. So, um, right. but I remember that particular day I had somewhere I intended to be around the time you messaged me. And for some reason, my alarm didn't go out. Super weird. Like, you know, I always pay attention to synchronicities like those. I was like, okay, well, I guess, you know, that's not happening. And, um, because of that, my entire day's structure changed. I wouldn't have been online and I likely wouldn't have been able to respond to you that day. Like it was cause it's just a chain reaction. And I just happened to be present at that time. And then I saw your message and it's been a long time since I've gotten any in just for jam. Usually people message me privately for stuff like that, but it's been a while. And so I was like, huh, what are the odds of that? And so as I was reading it, I was like, wow, like, I, uh, you know, I was like, okay, I know exactly why my alarm uh, didn't go off. And so for it to be three weeks later and to see not only your, your well, you're about to crush it. If you continue the same mindset in that position, for one, you're going to crush it in mind. And just frankly, anything else you choose from here on out. And I know somebody else on the other end of this is in a very similar position and because of your story that you shared because you didn't quit versus the Clefable, um, yeah. the chain reaction just continues, man. And so for me, it's just, if all of us stopped wasting our lives and wasting our lives just means, you know, you could do something, you want to do something, but just yeah. fear or laziness, you don't do it. It's like, man, what does 10 years from now look like? If we found a battle, right? Yeah. So, but do you have any uh, final thoughts, closing words? Yeah, I think uh, mm-hmm. for me, there's things that happen during the climb up. I guess in anything, but for me, obviously, it was mine's here that don't happen. Uh, you know, on the lower end, like when I was in the 1700s, I remember I kept bumping into this guy, this high 1800 player at the time. And, uh, he beat me a number of times, but he, you know, he said to me, he's like, I want to see you up here. And mm. I was like, damn, this, uh, this encouraging. Mm. And, uh, f- for me, when I was really reaching the top, yes, I bumped into, I bumped into jam on the ladder. And I was <laughs> like, damn, it'll, it came full circle. I was like, God damn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did play on the live. Yep. I was in the video. <laughs> I was in the video. Yep. I thought like, this wouldn't happen. This, you know. So stuff starts happening that you couldn't even foresee. When I was just working to climb the ladder, these other things happen too. So, you know, there's there's more benefits than you can even think of. Yeah, that came. You're right. We did run into each other on the ladder, right? You had the dozo. I don't. Remember. I think I was using Lilligan. At the time, you're using the Lilligan, yeah. The right. Lilligan smoked me, right? The Lilligan was a horrible matchup for you. Um, but yeah, like, isn't that crazy? Yeah, you're absolutely right. And but obviously, at the time, I didn't know it was you, you know. Yeah. So, like, for you to even, you're absolutely right. For you to have been at a range where we could battle, that, yeah, that's and I, I really love that part. Shout outs to whoever that was. That was like, cause you know, the ladder gets a lot, of, <laughs> a lot of heat for the toxic motherfuckers on there. Uh, but there are those who, you know, have that see you at the top mentality. And so 
uh, man, that's such a, I, I really warmed my heart that somebody, cause you know, it, it's super easy for somebody to get arrogant. Yeah. Another win punk get good. Right. Yeah. That kind of. And so a lot of people run into that and that discourages them and they're like, Oh, screw it. I'm, I'm done. Um, so yeah, really, I'm, I'm really glad you shared that last point. Anything else? No, that's, that's everything. Okay, guys. Uh, again, for the sake of <laughs> this coming through the phone, hopefully the audio quality was still uh, awesome enough for you to listen because that last part was really key. Last 10 minutes or so. So um, I want to thank you again for taking the time out to record this. I know there's at least that one person that took the time to listen to this entire thing that they know. They know it's time. They know it's time to find a battle, whatever that looks like. And uh, yeah, hit the like button if you enjoyed. And I'll see you in the next episode. Peace.